Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the, the mimic. mimic. What? What? The Mimic. The Mimic. This Monday's monster. The Mimic. The Mimic. The Mimic. Whatever, dude. So the Mimic is a monster we were going to do about a month ago. And each Monday, we just kept coming up with another monster, like, oh, we need to do this one instead. And so then the Mimic would get pushed another week, and then another week, <laughs> and then Well, yeah, that's week. because I think we had other other things that were happening. Topical. Yeah. Yeah. Like NASA, More we wanted to NASA, do. NASA, yeah. Yeah, space monsters, and then it was Father's Day, and so we were like, oh, we got to do a wall monster because Dad came up with a wall monster, and of course, you can go back in our archive and listen to those episodes because you're going to listen to them, and you're going to be very excited about them. Well, plus, I had gone down to visit Dad, so I was able to kind of get him in there. The audio was a little low, but um, yeah, it, it, it got... The point across that, you know, um, for the Father's Day episode and also the neat monster that uh, is called the Wall Monster. It's a good episode. Yeah. Hopefully uh, the background haunted house sounds were not too annoying in that episode. They were kind of uh, covering up bad audio. Did, did it bother you that much, Tom? Um. You know, it wasn't that bad, uh, but I would say that, you know, compared to some of our normal episodes, I don't think I was all that excited about it, but I knew why we had to do it. Um, you know, we, once again, you know, which I'm sure you, everybody has heard in the past, you know, Mike and I don't live in the same area, so we do different things to try to get our audio as perfect as we can. As a matter of fact, we even had a whole episode on testing different types of, of ways that we did audio. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's so difficult to try to get another person in, uh, to the conversation, especially if they're standing in front of you, because we talk into a microphone that is recording on two different computer systems. And then we use our phones to hear each other. Uh, and then we, Mike does the magic of the editing to actually make it sound better. So, um, yeah, there isn't, there isn't that echo when, you know, when we did the Halloween candy episode, Robert and I, my, that's my son, um, we were sitting next to each other talking into the same mic, but we had to have different phones to hear Tom because Tom's in another state. So then there's the echo of, Robert talking in person, but then the, you know, it's going through the phone as well. So it gets a little annoying and I'm sure that's what you guys were experiencing when you were recording with dad, but nevertheless, well, I don't think dad, I don't think dad had to listen to it because what I would do when I wasn't talking is I would mute my phone. Oh, that works. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Anyhow, 
Anyway, well, the the mimic was, like I said, about a month ago, you had brought up after one of our Monster Mondays, and you said, oh, let's do a mimic next. So since this was a monster you were really excited about, Tom, do you want to kind of explain what a mimic is for those that may not? Because I didn't, I had no idea what it was, especially when you sent me the picture. It was like, I've never even seen this thing. Yeah, so the thing is with this creature or monster whatever you want to call it I have always been fascinated in this monster because it's neat Uh, the other thing that I like about it too is that it takes on a role of something that's appealing to a human or whatever you are uh, because there's treasure in it and and most of it I guess I need to step back a mimic isn't just the form that everybody knows it as being Um, its most famous form that it takes on is a treasure chest, which is what a lot of the times people know it to be. Uh, However, it is a, how do they put it, an amorphous uh, object, which is just kind of like when they they were um, doing a discussion about its original form, they referred to the blob as its original form and then what it does is it takes on other forms that make it appealing to its to its enemy as as I guess you want to call it and makes it appealing for that enemy to come up almost like a like a trap and then once somebody gets up to it uh, then it consumes them. And so it was kind of neat to be able to go back and and read a little bit more into the actual monster um, because there was more to it than I actually even knew. So there was an article uh, that we'll put in the show notes um, on PCGamer.com called The Murderous History of Mimics. It's really well done, but it even goes in. It's by Austin Wood. Uh, from May 3rd of 2017, it says, We know mimics as treasure chests with teeth, but their origins made for cooler, more complex monsters. It says, Sometimes it's obvious. Would there really be a treasure chest in the middle of such an unremarkable room just begging you to open it? Other times, it's almost impossible to tell. There will be an imperfection in the shape of your lucky... Maybe a misplaced link of a chain on the side or a wood grain that seems just slightly off, but you can never be too sure. You ask yourself, for what seems like the hundredth time, is it a mimic? These days we just want to know if a treasure chest is going to sprout teeth and swallow us whole, but more than 40 years ago, (laughs) identifying a mimic was a much harder problem. They weren't just treasure chests, and they weren't always mindlessly hungry for the, for the flesh of adventurers. Some could speak or even bargain. Others would attack anything on sight. Some would grow to the size of houses. Others content to live as doormats uh, or walls, floors or clothes, even toilets. Mimics have appeared in hundreds of video games since the 1980s, unusually as nothing more than a hungry chest, but they were first appeared in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, they were so much more than that. D&D co-creator Gary Gygax 
coined the mimics as all known as we all know and love and see in our nightmares in 1974. Three years later, he gave players a clear picture of mimics with D&D Monster Manual, but questions still needed answering. So in 1983, Ed Greenwood, creator of D&D's Forgotten Realms campaign and many of its monsters, wrote The Ecology of the Mimic, which compiled information from scattered lore into one definitive beastery. He also made up a lot of new details to fill the gaps in player understanding. And this article continues to go into more detail about the mimic itself. But the one thing that I do want to want to bring up here in the D&D Monster Manual on page 220, um, these things take on different forms as, as this article was was saying uh, mimics are shape-shifting predators able to take on the form of inanimate objects to lure creatures to their doom. In dungeons, specifically, these cunning creatures most often take the form of doors and chests, having learned that such form attract a steady stream of prey. And so, these things, I don't know. I mean, I think it would be neat uh, a neat creature to build and have people come up like they're going to go grab something, you know, in a haunted house. And then all of a sudden it switches the form or something and then, you know, tries to eat you. It's just they're just neat uh, creatures. So I mean, I have more. Um, I know that you have a little bit. I don't know. Hopefully I didn't uh, repeat anything that you were going to say, Mike. Uh, but not these really. Creatures are neat. I, I didn't have a ton of history. I looked up on fandom. There were various mimics. I, I tried to get the information on the Dungeons and Dragon creature. Um, and what I found on fandom, it says the origins of mimics lay in wizards who originally created them as a means to defend their treasure from thieves. Unfortunately, the magic didn't work as planned, and as such... The mimics are now largely left to their own devices, even those still under the care of a wizard often have a less than pleasant relationship with their creator. And that origin story is actually really similar to the origins of mimics in the 1997 Guillermo del Toro movie Mimic. Um, I wanted to play the trailer for it because the trailer kind of explains the origin story of these mimics, which kind of begin the the film, the mimic film franchise. So let me, I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer real quick. Strickler's disease came to New York like a thief in the night. It was deadly, threatening to steal an entire generation of our children from before our eyes. Since it has proven to be virtually immune to chemical control, we had to find a new avenue of attack. We recombined DNA to create a biological counteragent. We call it the Judas Breed. Now, the cure they created has taken on a life of its own. So you think your little Frankenstein's got the better of you? They all died in the lab. But you let them out. Evolution is a way of keeping things alive. Sometimes an insect will evolve to mimic its predator. A 
fly can look like a spider. A caterpillar can look like a snake. They are breeding. Whatever it becomes, it destroys. Peter, these are lungs. Yesterday, it became human. If that thing has been around, I thought nobody's ever seen it. I think we have. You see the size of that thing? We changed its DNA. Mira Sorvino, Jeremy Northam, Josh Brolin, Charles Dutton, Giancarlo Giannini, F. Murray Abraham, Mimic. So yeah, that kind of, it's almost a similar idea where, although they, you know, in, in the movie Mimic, they're trying to, you know, cure this, this, uh, disease is virus but uh, that seems to kind of be where where they started now if you look at movies like John Carpenter's 1982 the thing that creature is definitely a mimic but it's an alien being so it's different then you can also look at 1991's Terminator 2 Judgment Day the T1000 and this of course is supposed to be in the future and the T-1000 is, is a, well, it's not really a robot, but it is a creation and it does mimic people as well. So, you know, I guess those would have to be mimics as well, right? Honey, are you okay? I'm right here. I'm fine. Are you sure? Are you sure you're all right? What's the dog's name? Max. Hey, Janelle. What's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. Is he okay? Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. What are you? If first the parents are dead. Well, yeah, let's just face it here. It, even as, as I was saying earlier, a mimic is not is not a treasure chest. It's just the form that it takes in, right. in its most popular form. It's It's like a gel, and then as things are passing it or... When it sees something appealing, uh, it takes on that form. So it's it's not just a treasure chest. It's just that's the one thing that we know about it more because it's been so popular in, well, in Dungeons and & Dragons and other video games. It, yeah, according to fandom, it seems like that was why it was created. So these wizards you know, created these things to look like the treasure that they were trying to protect so that when these thieves came to get it, you know, they would get the freaking mimic instead of the actual treasure. So it seems like right. that's the origins of the Dungeons and Dragon one. And then, of course, these other movies, they have other reasons, but, you know, nevertheless, they're still mimics. But yeah, that's that's what I had for history. Yeah, and and so some of the some of the video games, and I'm not going to list all of these video games. I'm sure just a simple Google search that people can do. Uh, but some of the bigger ones, Dark Souls, um, 2011, Dark Souls. You know, pretty much all of the Dark Souls had mimics in it. Uh, oh yeah, Titan I think Souls. I saw something about that that game. Yeah, when I was looking and they were cool up. looking. Yeah. Um, Enter the Gungeon, uh, which is is a 2016 game. Um, it's a dungeon type crawler so it's it's got mimics in it titan souls some of the older um like in 2003 castlevania has um neverwinter nights uh dungeons and dragons online uh even world of warcraft has mimics of of course 
obviously your Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, there's there's so many so many games that have mimics in it. Um, uh, Kingdom Kingdom of Amalar. I it, there's like I said, I'm not gonna list them all, uh, but they are in a ton of video games. Um, just for for people's information, uh, Terraria is another one which is a very popular game. They actually have an insane amount of of mimics in that game. It's not even funny. Most of them are taking on the form of the treasure chest, but they have like an ice mimic. They got a corrupt mimic, a crim- crimson mimic, a hallowed mimic, a jungle mimic. I mean, dude, it just goes on for days uh, of this game. People should check that out in there. So that that's just something else. I also found uh, that there is a mimic in the game Fortnite, which I can't even believe they have it in there. Uh, but there's a YouTube video that I will uh, put in the show notes that you could click on, and I, th- I think it's like a few minutes long. Uh, but they they go and they talk about uh, how you can... Um, I guess spawn this this mimic and then fight it and then it gives you some type of treasure. So I thought that was kind of neat too. And then if you want to look uh, for some toys, I found uh, on Etsy. If you go in uh, and type mimic toys in there, there's tons of stuff. Neat, cool little just little boxes. Most of them are taking on the form of the treasure chest, but there there are also some other neat little things in there that. I thought was uh, was kind of neat that you guys can can check out, but I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Um, there's even this mug, and I don't know if you if if you're looking at it right now, Mike, but it's about halfway down or maybe a little ways down. It's called the Mimic Mythic Mub Mug Can Hold. It's twenty three bucks, but this dang thing is heck? sweet looking. What's it on? I, oh, is it on Etsy? On the, no, that's the toy. Yeah, Etsy. Mimic. Oh, Click that's on the that. one. Okay, and then scroll down, and it's on the uh, on the left hand side. It's called uh, the mimic, and it says mythic mug can hold. It's just really neat. Mythic mug, dude. There's some cool ones in here. That treasure oh, totally, chest yeah. one, mimic variation number one. That one's really cool. Where the heck's the mug? Oh, that is cool. Yeah, so I That's think really they use cool. it for a tabletop dice cup roller, so you could throw your your dice in there, and you know, then throw it throw it down. You could select different colors, but it it looks really neat. Um, oh, look at the mimic chest plush. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is you know, once again, this is an iconic monster uh, from the Dungeons and Dragons. Um, game but this has been put in so many different uh regular games that that you know like video games and and everything else just because this is something that protects like you said earlier the treasure uh or or a treasure or something in front of it that makes makes a a person that is seeking something out go to it and then maybe maybe distracts them from some other sort of room uh, because they think, you know, especially with humans think, oh yeah, you know, hey, I'm going to run over there and go get that treasure chest and open it up. And then before they know it, they're dead uh, because, you know, it's a mimic. Well, um, let me ask you something, Tom, because I think people would like to know if you could mimic one thing in life and then you can go back to your form, 
You, you go back to being Tom, but then you could always go back to this one thing. And you could only be one thing. You can't mimic many things. You could only mimic one thing in life. And then for the rest of your life, you could mimic it. What would it be? And why would you choose it? Uh, that's a tough question. Anything? Yeah, you got to... Or yeah, any, any creature? Anything or any person or any talking, creature? Are we talking about something real or are we talking about something in the fantasy world? Any Anything. I mean, I would... I think it's best to think of it as something in real life, you know, like what you would what you'd be in real life and why you would do it. If it was if it was something in real life, I would probably pick like an owl uh so that I could fly around and nothing really goes after owls other than maybe humans. Um but if it was in like a fantasy sort of setting, I I don't know. I mean, honestly, I I'd probably pick like a dragon or something. <laughs> so I, I would definitely, maybe not an owl, but I mean, I, I I would probably pick something that I could fly uh, just because I think that would be a neat experience to be able to just, I mean, you could pick other monsters or creatures or whatever, but if I can, if I can fly somewhere and see the world more and see it from the perspective of like an eagle or an owl or something, I think that would be neat. Uh, like I said, in the fantasy world, I'd probably be like a huge badass looking uh uh dragon for yeah, sure i guess you could fly then too that's interesting that you chose an owl though you know what i think that i would choose i would choose in the real world i think i would choose to be uh greg douglas from the nightmare 365 podcast <laughs> just because i would want to control the board of wah, wah, sound wah. effects yeah. <laughs> and 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 then i think that Every time I spoke on the Nightmare 365 podcast, I would just like plug the Jack O' Lantern Press podcast constantly. So well, I think that I think that once again, Greg, definitely, <laughs> I, you know, if you were gonna be Greg, uh, you would probably then maybe accomplish the task that he has at hand, which is jumping in the uh, the blue hole. That. In the blue yeah. hole, yeah. Right. I even left them a message on their nightmare hotline. Let me get their number real quick so other people can call in and say, Greg, you need to suit up and jump in that dang blue hole. Like, it needs to happen. Hang on, let me see. Nightmare 360. Oh, wait, dude, where do I have that dang hotline? It has the number. I call it. Here you go. Share your stories with us. Okay, so everyone out there... Call 732-660-8893. That's 732-660-8893. Go ahead and give uh, the Nightmare guys some uh, some messages telling them that Greg needs to suit up and get in that blue hole. I think so. that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. and then And make sure that they video it. Matt needs to bring his camera along, video that thing, and let's see what happens. Uh, you know, I think we we brought this up before. We'll probably well, bring and, it up again. And uh, and the other thing too is that if if he's really gonna do it, which I think he will, but if if he's gonna do it, let's not make it like the shadow people. Uh, you know, where where they have this video from a huge distance away, but then they never bother to walk over. And, you know, 
post a camera somewhere or a game camera. It's not even real. Yeah, it's Uh, all you know. This blue hole, I I guess we didn't really mention the blue hole is supposed to have some, you know, powers or something where people disappear in it. So yeah, it's like supposed to suck you down in into into it. But they they said they're gonna you know put a, a rope around. Like a tree, around, around tie Greg up yeah. to it. Well, yeah, that I would not want to mimic Greg when I was jumping into the blue hole. We'll leave <laughs> no. that up to Greg to do on his own. Um, right. Okay, so mimic movies. So uh, the movies that I chose were uh, some, to mention. There, there could be many others out there, uh, but Mimic from 1997. You have Mimic Two from 2001. You have Mimic Sentinel, which is the third film in the the franchise. That's from 2003. There is a 2017 movie that's streaming on Prime called The Mimic, about a mythical creature that mimics human voices to lure them close. And then, of course, as I mentioned, The Thing from 1982, Terminator 2 Judgment Day from 1991. Those are just a few uh, movies. I have not seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie from 2000, and I have not seen the Dungeons and Dragons TV series from the 80s, so I have no idea if mimics are in there. The movie Um, is really cheese. Um, I don't remember if there was just because I watched it once. Uh, It wasn't that great, Uh, but you know, there might have been mimics and crawl. I don't remember. See, I saw Crawl a long time. I can't time. remember if, if there was a Mimic in Crawl or not, but that's that a great one. movie. Yeah, I got to watch that one again. If you're in Transylvania and you're looking for Mimics, it may be that you've seen them already. They could be any of those witches in Witch's Meadow. Um, they could be the vampires in the Carpathian Mountains, the aliens in UFO Springs, or mummies in the Valley of Doom. Whatever a mimic becomes, it destroys, and it just became a Transylvania traveler. So be sure to take that trip to Transylvania sooner than later, and uh, if you want to do that, you're going to need to get our book to guide you through it, and that's the Transylvania Traveler, which you can get at jackolanternpress.com, so check that out. Um, And that's about it. So anything else, uh, Tom, about mimics before we wrap this one up? Yep, that's about it. All right, cool. Well, I guess that's going to do it for another Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, go to jackolanternpress.com. You can also call our pumpkin hotline and leave us a message with any questions, suggestions, or your impressions of the show at 323-761-0276. Again, that's 323-761-0276. Seven, six. We might even play your message on the show, so uh, definitely give us a call. And if you enjoy the show, please give us a rating and a review. It's a big help for the podcast, and we would greatly appreciate it. So thank you for joining us this evening, and we'll meet up again soon in the Pumpkin Patch.
You gonna tell me what this is about? I just need to ask him a few questions. He's a good-looking boy. Do you mind if I keep this picture? No, go on. There was a guy here this morning looking for him, too. Yeah, a big guy on a bike. Has that got something to do with this? No. I wouldn't worry about him. Thanks for your cooperation. 